Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. For those of you new to the show, we're studying the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, loosely following the study curriculum of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And today we're going to be in 3 Nephi, chapters 26 through 4 Nephi. Well, we've spent the last month studying the teachings of Jesus Christ that he gave to the Nephites when he visited them in the Americas, shortly after his resurrection that we read about in the New Testament. While only the last six episodes of this podcast were focused on these teachings, you could easily spend a lifetime studying Christ's words. But what strikes me as we wrap up this period of the Book of Mormon is what Mormon, the prophet of God who is compiling the words we're reading in the Book of Mormon, says about the teachings we've been reading. Quote, And now there cannot be written in this book even a hundredth part of the things which Jesus did truly teach unto the people. And these things have I written, which are a lesser part of the things which he taught the people. End quote. Wow. These teachings of Christ, which many of us have spent years studying and trying to incorporate in our lives, are only the lesser part of the things which Christ taught the people. What else did he teach them? What other divine wisdom did he share with the people? What prophecies of the future did he give? Well, Mormon tells us that this lesser part of Christ's teachings that Mormon has compiled are meant to come forth to future generations, including to you and me. Quote, And when they shall have received this, which is expedient that they should have first, to try their faith, and if it shall so be that they shall believe these things, then shall the greater things be made manifest unto them. End quote. So the Book of Mormon is not meant to be the final word unto us of Christ. It appears to be only the beginning. And if we can believe the things we read in this little book, then even greater mysteries of God will be revealed unto us, and perhaps already are being revealed to us through Christ's modern-day prophets and apostles, as well as through personal revelation. But regardless of what greater mysteries of God, teachings of Christ, or prophecies might be out there waiting for us to unlock, in the Book of Mormon, we have enough to get started on the path that Christ laid out for us. Quote, Therefore, what manner of men ought ye to be? Verily I say unto you, even as I am. End quote. The first step in our path of discipleship is to try to live like Christ lived, to treat people the way he treated them, to see others as children of God, to minister to those around us. And while this may seem simple, Christ's final words to his disciples after he finishes ministering to the people give us a warning. Quote, and it came to pass that when Jesus had ended these sayings, he said unto his disciples, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leads to life. And few there be that find it. But wide is the gate, and broad is the way which leads to death. And many there be that travel therein, until the night cometh, wherein no man can work. End quote. Christ wants to instill in us a sense of urgency, and to recognize that accepting his invitation to follow him is not a casual thing. We won't be able to live our normal lives, do whatever we want, and just have Christ on the side. For straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there be that find it. We can see that in our society today. The adversarial forces in the world have led many astray, resulting in contention, violence, 
racial, gender, and wealth disparities, lack of empathy, a lack of understanding, hostility between people who think differently from each other. But Christ's teachings show there's a better way. The Nephites, after spending days with Christ and having received his spirit, live differently. Quote, And behold, the disciples of Jesus had formed a church of Christ in all the lands round about. And as many as did come unto them and did truly repent of their sins, were baptized in the name of Jesus, and they did also receive the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass in the thirty and sixth year, the people were all converted unto the Lord upon all the face of the land. And there were no contentions and disputations among them. And every man did deal justly one with another. And they had all things common among them. Therefore, there were not rich and poor, bond and free, but they were all made free and partakers of the heavenly gift. And the Lord did prosper them exceedingly in the land. And now behold, it came to pass that the people of Nephi did wax strong and did multiply exceedingly fast and became an exceedingly fair and delightsome people. And it came to pass that there was no contention in the land because of the love of God, which did dwell in the hearts of the people. And there were no envyings, nor strifes, nor tumults, nor whoredoms, nor lyings, nor murders, nor any manner of lasciviousness. And surely there could not be a happier people among all the people who had been created by the hand of God. There were no robbers, nor murderers, neither were there Lamanites, or any manner of ites. But they were, in one, the children of Christ, and heirs to the kingdom of God." End quote. This is the kind of society we can build, and not just for ourselves, but for all those who are looking for an escape from the storm that is happening all around us. So as you and I strive to accept our Savior's invitation to follow him today, let's make sure we're not allowing ourselves to veer off this straight and narrow path that Christ has laid out for us. Let's emulate the Nephites, who had no contentions or disputations among them, who didn't lash out at others on Twitter or Instagram, who had all things in common and ensured the poor were taken care of, who had no envyings, nor strifes, nor whoredoms, nor lyings, who didn't see people as different groups based on the color of their skin, their amount of wealth, political leanings, or their beliefs, but they were in one, the children of Christ. Quote, therefore, what manner of men ought ye to be? Verily I say unto you, even as I am. End quote. You and I can create this world around us, and others will be drawn in as they witness the difference between our world and the world they live in today. As Christ taught, quote, I give unto you to be the light of this people. Therefore, let your light so shine before this people that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. End quote. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.